slimy. Have you ever talked to a corpse? It's boring. I'm lonely. Greetings, you've entered into the Paracosmos, where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I'm a slow-burning pile of jack-o'-lanterns. And I'm Leah, and I am also a rotting pumpkin, goddammit. <laughs> and we're on the same track mind today with our spookiness. Ooh, reading <laughs> each other's minds. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> y'all we don't plan these intros they just happened they just happened <laughs> i literally didn't know what i was gonna say but that was the only thing i could think of <laughs> it's fine we are in fact talking about halloween uh well specifically halloween kills today so it makes sense we both went for the pumpkin thing i like it i like it yeah you know it felt good it felt right we're like what two weeks away from halloween now yeah uh, we have the same track mind. two weeks yeah. Well, yeah, let's see. By the time they're listening to this, it'll be like like a week. Almost a weekish. Yeah, yeah, a week about a change. week and a half. So happy Yay. almost Halloween. Yeah, go watch Halloween, all of them. There's like a hundred, so that's enough to keep you <laughs> occupied. <laughs> Honestly, like every other horror movie that started in the late 70s and the 80s era, there's a lot. <laughs> Right, I think there might be more Halloween movies than there are Friday the Thirteenth, though. Oh, okay. Let's confirm. Let's confirm. Let's see. Okay. Let's How many fact check? Halloween movies are there? Well, I mean, are we including? Yeah, we have to include the new ones, I guess. So yeah, I'm including it, like all of them. Okay, so twelve. Okay. But okay. Are you including just Friday the 13th, or are you including all the movies Jason is in? Um, I was including all the movies that Jason is in. There might be... Oh my god, it's the also same 12. amount! Yeah, there's also 12. It's the and then... same amount! Let's check um, Nightmare on Elm Street, because that one gets a reboot every, like, five or so years. And then Texas Chainsaw, I'll look at that one. Okay, so Nightmare on oh, Elm Street Chainsaw has... does not match up. Let's see. No, uh, Elm Street only has yeah, 10 Yeah, Texas movies, has only got nine. I guess. That's not right. That's not right. Oh, that is right. There's only ten. I thought Texas Chainsaw had more. Scream has five movies. So yeah, Halloween and Friday the 13th are the true... Uh, <gasps> Oh my gosh, I wonder if with this new movie... Okay, real quick, let me just go ahead and give this disclaimer. This episode's going to be full of spoilers for the new Halloween Kills movie and probably for the 2018 Halloween movie that came out because we'll probably talk about that a little bit too just to kind of bring back and forth, you know, in between what was happening between that one and this one and etc. Everything. But so just if you haven't seen it and you and you want to see it before listening to this... You know, definitely go watch it first. Um, I am going to go ahead and say I think it's worth watching. If you want to see the full trilogy, I think it's worth watching. Yeah, I thought it was good. You know, I think it's if you like the Halloween movies and you're a fan of just Michael Myers in general, then it's definitely worth it. Well, so now that we've talked about like <laughs> how many each horror classic has, which there are a ton of horror classics. Oh, my gosh. Please right. don't come at us or, you know, Bug off. come These at are us the, on Instagram the... or... 
core. Please don't These come to my house. Halloween movies. Yeah. The core slashers. Like, just leave us alone. These are the four that get compared to each other. I'm sorry. Or five. Did we? I think we did five. These are the five that get compared to each other. Leave us alone. I'm too tired. Right. These are just the ones that I watch every year. Well, that's a lie. I don't watch Nightmare on Elm Street like ever. Um, I don't I'm either. I'm just not a big like fan of it. Least favorite. Yeah, I don't Me either. I don't. Not a big fan of Freddy. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. I'm gonna make my stand. Not a big fan of Freddy. But that's not who we're here to talk about today. We're gonna talk about Mr. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. What if that's like how his song was? It wasn't the like. It was Michael Myers. Michael mm-hmm. Myers. That would be um, horrible. <laughs> Honestly, why don't they hire me to work on these things? Um, so I guess what we should start with is the very brief and quick summarization of Halloween 2018. Since there is a lot of confusion on how these movies yes. are in order. Um, okay. Still? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Because it follows directly after the original Halloween of 1978. So do you want to summarize 2018 for us? Sure. So in the 2018 one, we get a Michael Myers that is, I believe, 40 years older is what I want to say. Because I think they are going, I think they actually are going off of real life time of 78 to 2018. So that's 40 years, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's like 40 years. That's 40 years. Yeah. So How could you I'm, forget? They said it every other sentence in this movie. You're right. They did. <laughs> 40 <laughs> years later. <laughs> you're right. Haunted um, this town for 40 so, years. 40 years. Uh, <laughs> 40 years older, which is uh, crazy when you think about it, because when he started killing, he was like 20-something. So now he's 60-something doing this. So just keep that in mind. Like, throughout the 2018 movie and this new movie, Halloween Kills, this is a 60-year-old man. <laughs> That has had no no extra exercise or anything in his day. He gets to stand outside in the sun on a rope for (laughs) 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what he gets to do in a square, in a little square. I forgot about that, that he was, I forgot that technically Michael Myers would age as well. So he'd be in his like 60s now. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's, he's older. Like, I'm not going to say old because like if he was in his 70s or 80s, I'd probably say old. But I'm, 60s is still like, okay, like. Not, I'm not going to classify old yet. Um, so definitely in his 60s going around doing what he's doing. Like, survives a bus crash and then immediately kills two people. Um, one of which is a kid. Which you really don't see in the original. They don't do yeah, that. Michael's, Michael never really killed a child on no. screen anyway. I think it was alluded that... Um, I mean, I think the only actual one was his sister when he was a kid. But, and that was like a teenager. This was like straight up, like when he got off the bus, there was a kid in the car and you see him grab the kid. They don't show him actually killing the child. Um, Oh, no, they do. They show him like snap the neck. It kind of pans away. Yeah, it pans away right as like the crunch happens, but like you definitely see it. You're right. You're right. Man. Yeah, that might be the first time he kills a kid. Yeah. Like, definitely not the last. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, so they kind of, but, okay, I don't like seeing kids die. Like, it's not an event I enjoy. 
Um, just like <laughs> I don't like seeing dogs die in movies. But like, if you're going to have a character that embodies evil, they would do those things. Yeah. They would not care. Yeah, because yeah, there's still some stuff that like Michael does that just doesn't make any sense. Like he'll walk by a group of people and he won't mess with them. Kids will run into him and he won't do anything to them. Um, what, in the first movie, he killed somebody in their house. Again, while making a snack. She was making a sandwich with a butcher knife. Like, just don't make snacks on Halloween night and you might not get the boogeyman, uh, I guess. And he walks past a baby in a crib and doesn't do anything yes. to it. Yes, and doesn't so, do anything. No. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't think that there's supposed to be some grand reason behind why Michael does that. It's just he does whatever, I guess. Well, and see, this is where this is where I wish they hadn't gotten rid of the whole sister thing. Because in the original plot, he doesn't kill his baby sister. That's who that is. And it's like she's a baby. He was protecting her from like... Well, I don't want to say protecting. That's the wrong word. We're talking about a serial killer. Um, He was getting rid of what he saw as bad things when he was a kid. Like, yeah. remember, yeah. he started killing when he was, like, a child. And um, six years old when he killed his sister. Yeah. So, and the whole thing was he had a baby sister and he didn't hurt her. Like, so that was, like, his one little, one little thread of humanity he had in him was, like, for a baby. So, I wish they had kept that because then it would have made the baby scene uh, make more sense. Like, the fact that he walked right past the baby, because it could have been like, oh, there's his there's his thread of humanity. It reminded him of his sister when she was a baby. That's an easy call out. But because they got rid of that, it's kind of like, well, why did he walk past the baby if he's pure evil? Like, yeah. is it just because it wasn't threatening? Or is this just like sort of like a, hey, we're Hollywood and we have to limit what we do? That's kind of what Zach was thinking. Yeah, he was just like, there's a limit that they have to do. Like, he can't like legitimately just murder a child on screen yeah, can't murder um, an infant on screen although you know they could have alluded to it they could have done something where like the camera brushes past him as he stops at the crib and then later on when they're like trying to confirm the kills on the news you just hear and an infant uh for that instead yeah, they didn't even have to show it they could they could have easily brushed by it and once once again i just like to clarify this is not me saying like man why would kill there, babies kill those babies man what the heck like i that would have made the movie like that's not what i'm saying at all um i'm more saying i'm sad they got rid of the sister thing because that could have been a cool little moment to call back on um but it wasn't anyway so he moves on i think the reason why he goes in between crowds of people and doesn't do anything is because out of all the killers Michael tries to blend in and be unseen. Like, I think that's part of why I don't think he just does it on Halloween because it's the anniversary. I think he does it because he wears his mask and that's when he can be Michael. You know what I mean? He can wear his mask and not be different from everybody for a day because everyone's like, oh, it's just a costume. For the most part, until they discover it's him. I think he is a survivalist. I think he is to an extent. I don't necessarily... Like, I like the idea that he kills on Halloween because of it being the anniversary of when he killed his sister and stuff. Like, I like that they kind of keep it that way. Because if not, then, like, he would just go kill on any night of the week and it wouldn't be as 
Oh no, yeah, like, I think that, the boogeyman is I coming to get agree. you. Like, I think you that's know? a tradition they they keep. Um, I was more saying like it's the one night he can also really do it without like getting caught immediately. Because he, you, you see that he always like immediately when he escapes or gets out or gets let out or whatever, he goes and he gets like a costume. Um, in the 2018 version, he, yeah, he went and got the mechanic costume. Uh. The mechanic's jumpsuit, I guess. In the original 1978 one, I think he was just wearing a prison jumpsuit throughout the entire thing. And this one, he went and got a a mechanic's jumpsuit and then killed those two podcasters uh, (laughs) that were podcasting about him. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It was like, uh, wow, that's really really funny. I'm just going to go, hey, Vaughn, did you lock the door? Please check everywhere. I'm actually, now that you've pointed out that meta, I'm a little terrified. <laughs> We're just going to end up dead tomorrow Probably. or on Halloween. <laughs> it would have to be on Halloween. Uh, um, I liked that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, okay, so... Then basically he ki- he kills he goes on a rampage essentially in the 2018 film and they end up catching him. Uh, he goes to Lori's house um, and he ends up getting trapped in the basement just like they planned and they set the house on fire and they think that they've killed him they think they've done it. Uh, obviously we have another movie that just came out. They didn't do they it. They never do it. <laughs> I they they never do. They never do. Um, I love the scene. I love the fire scene where he like rips the firefighter down or like when the firefighter falls and then he rips the other one down and he comes out of the burning house yeah. like with a pickaxe. I, I think, think it he was had. A, I don't think. Did he have an I axe or a pickaxe? Because it looks yeah, like a sure pickaxe, didn't it? Like it didn't look like the red like fireman acts and you just see all these firefighters standing there just looking at him and they like they some of them like sheepishly grab their axes like oh uh, this dude just walked out of a fire uh, i think at this point i think at this point do? all local law was aware that michael myers was out and like terrorizing people too um but i don't know if they actually ever said that in the in the 2018 that Michael Myers is on the loose, so everybody needs to be out and aware. Because there were still a lot of people that didn't know they didn't. what was going on. Yeah, they didn't. They did it in this film. They did it okay. in this one. This is when the news actually hit hit everybody. Um, which is why we got this movie. Um, but yeah, that firefighter scene was like... I really liked it. I thought that was just such a cool, like a well-shot scene. The scene where like... Uh, cameraman comes up like Michael Myers and like you see the fire behind him. I'm just yeah, like, that was that, that was some cool good cinematography shot. of him coming out of the flames and stuff. Um, I liked that. I liked that sequence. Uh, the only thing I didn't like, not necessarily that the firefighters died, right? Because it's a slasher movie, so like everybody's gonna die. It was just the fact that they stood there and let themselves get killed, like. Like they the guy did, with the yeah. hose. Um, some of them tried to defend. Yeah, because but... like the dude like like lights up the chainsaw, and I was like, "Well, that seems ill advised because that's heavy." <laughs> <laughs> also, 
also he's gonna turn it against right and i'm like have you seen any any movie ever because like that thing is heavy and it takes so much upper body strength just to hold it not to mention swinging it around in like defense so that was stupid but then the dude with the hose originally when we were watching it i was like just turn the water on him because that's like thousands of pounds of pressure so that's gonna at least knock him back for a few seconds and then everybody can get in their big ass fire trucks and run him over because it's a big ass fire truck that's designed for things like that like and everybody just stands there and gets killed (laughs) yeah some of them tried to defend themselves but michael definitely like just took them out um yeah i know there's been a lot of there's been a, a, a lot of backlash about that scene too a lot of people are really upset that he killed all the firefighters uh, Why? They're the fr- they were there. That's what he does. Like, if you're not gonna like, get that upset- needs to be taken out of the film. It needs to be no. removed. Uh, no. That's too violent against our first responders. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's what would happen. <laughs> what are people? You can't be. You can't be upset. That's kind of the point. Die in a slasher whole, film. I'm sorry. Right. Like the whole point is not to to sympathize with Michael. It is to see that he is the embodiment of evil. So yeah, if that made you mad, what's worse good. Than him, like what's worse than him killing just a bunch of horny teenagers in a house is him killing a bunch of first responders trying to save people. Right. right? Like that that's he doesn't proves care the who you evil. are. Yeah. yeah, he does not care. He does not care if you <laughs> are living a life for others and sacrificing yourself and all this stuff. He doesn't care. That's the whole going pickaxe you all the same. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna kill you all the same. You're in his way, you're in his path. Then you're done. Like that's what he does. Like it doesn't matter. And of course, I'm sorry, but it makes sense that firefighters went out to a burning house surrounded by woods because that could have easily been a major forest fire. Which like right, and they don't know how known. that resolved. To be honest, <laughs> because they, uh, you kill like, all the they, firefighters. He killed all the. Did Michael uh, put out the fire? Did my did Michael put out the fire? He's don't like I draw. He did, to be I draw the line at the destruction of Mother Nature. <laughs> I will not let Mother Nature suffer for for, for the sins of man. For the sins of man, Mother Nature will not feel the consequence of my actions. Heal me, Mother Earth. Oh my God, um, I hate myself. So I, I think people getting upset about that is just silly. stupid. So stupid. Like, yeah, it's just silly. It, it's a movie. He kills. Cops okay, die all the time. Yeah, um, cops died in the time. And so- no one got mad about that, but <laughs> yeah, not in this current climate. Um, but I mean, in in the original, like I don't actually, I don't he know if it was the original or the second one. Shit. Yeah, he kills nurses, he kills doctors because he finds Lori in the hospital. Like he chases yeah, her out one. of the hospital. We watched like, Halloween y'all. and Halloween <laughs> two, right? Like we watched Halloween and Halloween two back to back. I guess not back to back, but like the next night we watched Halloween 2. Because originally I thought that Halloween 2 was included in this series of film. Um, And I was like, they still could have done that. Because like that movie upped his body count from like four, five. It was five for the first movie, including his sister. And then in the sequel in 1981, it was like he killed 13 hospital staff members. And then almost killed Lori. Yeah, and then almost had Lori, and then he also, presumably, Dr. Loomis died with him, even though we know that's not true based on, like, later Halloween movies, but those were, like, null and void for this series. So I thought that they were going to include Halloween 2 in it, because I'm like, well, 
when Halloween 2018 came out, they've got Laurie Strode so paranoid that Michael is going to come back after an incident that happened 40 years earlier that she has neglected her family, built a fortress, done the booby traps for the boogeyman, and done all this stuff. But then they took out the second movie and he only ever killed five people. And was locked away for 40 years. So I feel like that wasn't... Like, he didn't do enough for that level of paranoia and, like, fear that she had. If that makes I sense. I think it's... I, I mean, I it could be different. Think- like, like survivor, like, healing and trauma and stuff is different for everybody. So, yeah, it would have, like, traumatized her for the rest of her life. But I feel like a higher body count would have made it a much... Like, much higher stakes, I guess. You know, for the police officer involved, like Hawkins and Laurie and stuff, like, for them to be like, that Michael Myers is the embodiment of evil, you know. Because instead, he was just a dude who went crazy on Halloween night and killed five people. Which is not unlike some of the stuff that happened in the 70s anyway with all the serial killers that were running around. So... Yeah, that's true. I think think what added to it is that, and they say this a lot in the new movie, is like... Uh, Hayden Field was such like a quiet town, such a like safe town. Um, so he yeah. was the thing that shocked the community. So I think that's why at least the community was so like shaken by it because that was like their only instance. But you know of what? Bad. Um, jumping back into Halloween Kills, the nurse that he killed in this, that Marion, Nurse Marion. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that was one of the survivors. She was in the second movie, though. I think. Was she really? I think so. I think she was the nurse in the second movie who he he tried to kill. Or it was presumed that he did kill her and now we find out she survived or something like that. I can't 100% say. But I feel like he didn't encounter nurses or anything in the first movie. I can't remember. I don't know. It could be not. wrong. It might have been wrong. at the very end. <laughs> might have right? been at the very end. Because sometimes well, they do that thing where like they show like the ending... But it's, like, yeah. kind of also the beginning of the next film. Well, because the end of Halloween 1978 was just uh, Laurie sitting in the hallway and then Michael sits up behind her. And then Dr. Loomis shows up and shoots Michael and he falls out of the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're and then right. he disappears. Yeah. And then he disappears when they go to look out the window. He's His body is gone. He's gone. And then that's where Halloween he's 2 gone. picks up is directly after Laurie gets taken to the hospital. Because it was the first, um, first movie of the... I think just the horror genre to follow immediately the events of the first movie and not do like a time skip. It followed like a single evening uh, throughout the entire of the two films. And then this movie does the exact same with Halloween 2018. It just immediately picks up where the previous one left off. Kind of. And then it jumped into like a throwback to 1978 where it shows how they actually captured Michael. Okay. So yeah, I should have watched the originals again before yeah. watching this one. I should have done like a whole marathon. Yeah. Um We always watch uh, the the first at least the first two at Halloween time. Yeah. At least the, uh, we always watch the say, first one, um, I guess. We don't always watch the second one. Oh. They also kill a real doctor and a real <laughs> nurse in this movie. Just saying. Just throwing that out there for all those people. Yeah, the 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 oh yeah, the doctor yeah, yeah. that was dressed up as a the nurse, nurse doctor, and the nurse, nurse that was dressed up as a doctor yeah. couple, like <laughs> they killed them too. They're first responders. March crying about that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make this all about those people. 
But like, God, that ticks me off. Like, there's, uh, it's a slasher movie. <laughs> people die. Ah. He shouldn't kill kids either, but he did that. I know. And and that was actually. Did they really? He did do that, yeah. yeah I they think actually that's used cool. real firefighters. I think it's kind of cool that they got real firefighters. Yeah, those were real firefighters. I forget from which which town. It was, yeah, it was whichever town in, I think, North Carolina that they filmed this in. Um, Because I thought it was weird that they didn't film it in Illinois when it's set <laughs> in just Illinois. Just come film it here, guys. Uh, I was like, fuck it, just come film here. <laughs> um, Carbondale's a horror show in its own. Yeah, so uh, there was, like, a little... I don't know if they meant it, like, to be like this, but I kind of, like, Ashton pointed it out, and I was like, yeah, I think you're right, and I think that's cool. Hopefully that's what they meant. But definitely, like, it felt like there was a Lord of the Rings call-out scene where, like, she's hiding underneath, like, the tree and, like, near the riverbank, little, like, pond riverbank thing, and he's, like, oh. over. Doesn't... Because in Lord of the Rings, they do the same thing. Like, they hide... Yeah, they hide from the wraith. Branch, yeah. And the wraiths are looking over and, like, then they run off, and that's what happens, is he walks off from her and then she survives, and I'm like, yeah, that definitely felt very Lord of the Rings. Like, I don't know if that I was did. supposed to be very Lord of the Rings, but maybe that was, like, a little, like, hey... Love note, we really enjoyed Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we right, like, to show I, it. I don't know how, how on purpose that was or not, but like that was actually one of the very few scenes in this movie where I didn't have something to say. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, look, she, she ran away, she got far enough away, and then she hid and she stayed there until she 100% knew that Michael was gone. And then she came out when she heard other people coming. Every time she made a breathing noise, I wanted to scream and be like, I did you, too. Are you are seconds away from death. Shut up. Like you are breathing <laughs> so loud and everybody's wearing so jackets loud. and stuff. So, you know, it's chilly out because everyone's got a jacket on um, or a scarf and a jacket or something like that. It's Halloween night in Illinois. So it gets really chilly at night in Illinois around that time of the year. And uh, you're, you're breathing loud. So your breath is going to be visible. Michael goes see that. <laughs> She's lucky he didn't see her when he crossed the bridge. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, that's, that's what I I'm thought. You. Yeah, I thought he was going to like, they were going to kind of allude to the fact that maybe he saw her and then he was going to keep on and then do the, his whole like boogeyman thing where he's like suddenly there. Yeah, I thought I thought that was going to happen too, but then it didn't. And I was like, oh, all right. Oh, also yeah. the call out to the season of the witch. You know, um, so here's some grief for you. Uh, I've never seen that. Oh, I haven't either. I will. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I like, I know about the mask. I know about the, the costumes. Like I know, I know enough about it. I would say to have not watched it yet. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a call out in the park scene where they're all dead and with the mask on. I thought that was kind of cool too. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I just thought it was, like, Michael Myers trying to fuck with people because, like, he cut that dude's head off and, like, stuck a flashlight in it in the cop car in the first one. Uh, I mean, that is what he does. He's so, like, he's very, um, creative. He's very eccentric for yeah, a very, homicidal maniac. Definitely likes to put a show so in, with it. So, in Halloween, uh, the original, did he do things like that? Did he uh, decorate the bodies up and stuff? Like, I know at one point he put... He put the sheet on with the sunglasses on or or the glasses or whatever. He put the sheet on because he was Bob. Uh, the girl thought he was Bob, the boyfriend. Um, he just does weird 
psychotic things. I think yeah, that's so what like, it comes down to, that he is just truly psychotic. And then in Halloween 2018, like, he did the thing with the flashlight in the head, and, like, he moved the dad's body inside the house for them to find it in the closet or whatever. Uh, like, he did little things like that. I don't ever remember, aside from this movie, him, like, legitimately putting masks on bodies, dragging them around, stuff like that. I think, um, honestly, it's a scare tactic and a taunt. Yeah. Which is just, I think like maybe I'm said, putting too much thought into that. They also, I will say, it's, it's a slasher horror movie, so they're gonna do things like that for effect. Um, yeah. What do you, let me ask you this. What do you think the theme of this movie was? I definitely think there was a theme, but I want to know, like, if you think there was a specific, like, thing they were going for. Jeez. Like, <clears throat> uh, so for, like, a theme for this, I didn't really think there was much of one. Because they did away with the whole Michael just wants to get to Lori because she was a survivor. But then it, it, they voided out the fact that she was his sister. So then that didn't make any sense anymore why he would have to go kill her. And even in Halloween 2018, he wasn't trying to kill Lori. He was trying to go home. Yeah, he's you know? always and trying that, to go home. Yeah, and his doctor is the one who brought him to Lori's house. And he just right. was like, well, I'm here and I kill anything that's in my way to get home. So I have to kill them because they're in the way. Um so I didn't necessarily pick up on a theme of it other than he's supposed to just be evil for evil. What did you pick so up? So I think I picked up that this movie was heavily because I picked up that like it wasn't so much about Michael as much as it was about the townspeople. And what Oh yeah, I could yeah. Yeah, fear. what effect Michael fear. had on them. It was fear and what fear can lead to. Like it literally caused them to chase a I, guy to his death <laughs> yeah i i understand that he jumped out the window but like he was in a mental institution um i fully blame that crowd of people for that man's yeah. death um so i definitely think like at one point when the old cop says this like essentially says this is what he's doing to us this is what he's turned us into like yeah you're right like this is this is what it does this is what fear does especially to a crowd full of people. Um, wow, a crowd full of people. Listen to my elegant words. Um, <laughs> a crowd of people. <laughs> yeah, a crowd of people. Um, it turns them into mon And it shows you, you just need one ringleader, which is what uh, Tommy? Uh, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy is. Halloween. Like, uh, he's, the, he's the little boy that she's babysitting. Yeah. Yeah, all grown up. Because um, he was in another Halloween movie, too. It was like Halloween 4 or 5 or something like that. Paul Rudd played him. Yeah, they have a lot of callback. Uh, callback to Yeah, people, characters, film. things. It was it was yeah. cool for them to have, like, voided out a lot of the other Halloween movies. It was cool how many callbacks they did to it. Um, yeah, like, still alluded to it. But yeah, I yeah. do think that was the theme. Is that, like, the fear of people can turn them into monsters as well. Like, yeah, I see that almost almost like you're not like you're different from Michael, but how far different are you? Like, how much different are you until you become like him? And then yeah, like, at what point does your fear control you? Right, exactly. And then is there an element of fear in Michael? Does he fear something? 
Like, is there something that makes him tick? Because, or is he truly just the embodiment of evil? Which I think we're going to get a lot of answers in the third movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the third movie is going to set up uh, as a Lori verse finale. And I think this is going to be where, obviously where they end it. I really don't think they're going to go past the third movie. Uh, At least not for a while. And if they do, it'll be like a reboot again. Yeah, it'll um, be a reboot. Yeah, it'll be a reboot. So uh, uh, talking about that scene in the hospital with the escaped mental patient and Karen, Lori's daughter and stuff. So the crowd is chasing this guy up the stairs all over the hospital and stuff like a bunch of freaking animals because they don't for know. Real? They think it's Michael. Like yeah. Michael's at the hospital because somebody said he was going to come for Lori. He was going to come to the hospital, come for Lori. And uh, I'm like, did everybody just suddenly forget that Michael Myers is like nine feet tall? ginormous he's like 400 pound nine foot tall guy and this is a like a 510 little penguin man yeah Yeah. the penguin running through this hospital and then and then tommy yeah and then karen finally finally gets somebody and she's like it's not him it's not him and the cop is like i know i know i know it's not him and they're trying to tell everybody but no one's listening and then tommy is like well we don't know we don't know once the guy finally falls to his death they go outside really fast by the way or how high up they were oh, yeah and uh quick. they're looking at it and the cop is like right before he says this is what michael's done to us um tommy's like we don't know if that is michael or not because he always wears a mask he always has a mask on so we don't know what his face looks like well that's not true because at least three times in this movie they show we don't see it the audience doesn't see it but the newsreel plays michael myers mugshot to the yep. crowd at the bar and yep. when he was arrested after the first movie they take his mask off and he has his mask off at the prison and mugshot interview newspapers and stuff so everybody knows what michael myers looks like in this universe we don't we kind of yeah. see his face a little bit at the end of this movie How like messed up it is yeah, just a little bit. We see just the just the the shadow of a face, um, the shape, you know. But because that's what's supposed to keep us scared is that nobody knows what Michael looks like. The only person that did was Laurie for a long time, uh, which wasn't even true anymore. You know, so it lost that element of of spook. So that was I found that very frustrating. That like y'all mob mentality, this man out of a window, and then our it could have been Michael because we don't know what he looks like. Bitch, you just saw his face on the news 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I 100% you know agree what he looks that. like. That was... Also... It's 100 feet tall. <laughs> also, I will say... I, I keep saying, like, poor guy, but this guy was also a part of a, the criminally insane. So he had definitely yes. done, done some bad something. things. <laughs> yeah, so when Karen um, was like, he's an innocent man, you call us an innocent man to die. I'm like, well... He was innocent of this crime, but we don't know why he was incarcerated with all of these other criminals to begin with. So we got to keep that in mind, too, that like, yes, he died and it was unjust at the time, but we don't know what he did to get there. So, right. He definitely definitely something. He wasn't of sound mind. I'll say that they they definitely try to play up the sympathy because he wasn't of sound mind. But he also came from the same place Michael did. And you don't get to that place without, you know. Something. Something. I so. thought for sure Karen was going to die in that hallway, too. Like, when she yeah. was like, I'm not going to yeah. let them hurt you. And I was like, she's wearing because a Christmas cr- sweater. And he's criminally insane. So why wouldn't yeah. he, if he's backed into a corner, why would he not, like, 
that I definitely yeah that's that's my like gripe with that scene is like if he's criminally insane he would not have just like let I don't know I don't know yeah I don't know that it was weird it was definitely just to show like I said I think the the theme that they were going for which is like the people can be monsters too even if you're not a serial killer you can be driven to be like a bad person maybe it was like everybody is a bit of a monster in their own right yeah you know that's kind of what I felt like by the end of this movie because like the daughter um I forget what her name was, but the daughter flips her her shit real fast in this movie and goes from being like super scared and confused in the first movie and like you just need to get over Michael Myers to I'm going to go hunt him down and kill him because I am a five foot five hundred pound teenager who's going to go murder this hundred foot tall man. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. That, that also, frustrated me. The granddaughter. It's the granddaughter. Yeah, the granddaughter is who I'm talking about. Not the daughter-daughter. The daughter's okay, daughter. Okay, yeah, yeah. The granddaughter being, yeah, I agree with you 100% when the granddaughter's just like, yes, I am a tiny teenage small girl. I will go defeat this man who cannot be killed by fire or guns or anything. <laughs> or anything known to man. Uh, or anything known to man. Which they was definitely in- play on that in this film. Oh, yeah. They, like, he's, he's shot, like, six times in this one on top of, like, the four times he was shot in the first one that happens the same night as this. On top of the girl did stab him extensively. A like, whole I'll- group of townspeople Beat him. Stabbed him, yeah. Stabbed him, shot uh, him, shot him in the chest three times. Yeah. It was only three shots. So I definitely, th- like, as they're doing that scene, they keep cutting back to Lori. And she keeps talking about, like, I don't think Michael can be beat with brute force, which obviously we're being visually shown is very true. Um, and so they're, I think they're going to start playing into the uh, supernatural aspect of it a little more. That's kind of what it felt like, because I was like, at this point... Um, they're like, every time he kills and he instills more fear in the town and the people, he gets stronger and stronger and he's harder to kill. And I'm like, I kind of hope that they don't do that because it's going to kind of ruin the the ambiance of what Michael Myers is because he is just fear. You know, like he is the boogeyman. He's the shape. He's this, this person with no face that you're just afraid of on Halloween night because he could be anywhere. And they do say that at one point, Tommy, Tommy Doyle and Lonnie are like, talking to the groups of people and stuff and they're like you have to do everything michael's way like you think he's not going to be in that room but then he is you think he's not here but then he is and he waits he just waits for you so we're going to wait for him we're going to do exactly how he does it we're we're nowhere and everywhere all at the same time and that's what's always so scary about michael is how patient and calm he is yes and driven Yeah, yeah like he's void of any emotion so he is just evil but then if you start playing into a supernatural element of it where he's, like, fueled by Satan juice or something, then it kind of it loses a little bit of that, like, primal scare. It becomes more of, like, a well, there is a solid way to defeat this evil then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... The third movie definitely has a lot of potential, but it also has a lot of room to, like, really flop. Yeah. Depending on I will what say, way they go with it. Yeah, um, I will say that Cameron, the the granddaughter's boyfriend, I wish I could remember her name, Al- Allison, uh, her name was Allison, uh, did this whole movie in his skirt. 
Yes, I know. We talked about that too. We were like, damn, like he's just doing this in a skirt. That's pretty Because like I saw he had a sweater on. Yeah, I saw he had a sweater on. I was like, did he change out of his skirt though? And then like he sure eventually did. They, they show a pan out and he just put a sweater on and I was like, props. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> he's gonna die, but he was so focused that like he was so focused on getting Michael Myers and like, you know, making up for what he did and all this stuff, and then just like I don't know. It was I thought it was great. <laughs> I love that I really he was still in that. I was like, he's yes. still in his skirt. Like, I hope that somebody out there makes a cut of every single time in this film somebody says, Michael Myers has terrorized this town for 40 years because it was like every other sentence. It was somebody a lot, was like, yeah. it's 40 years, 40 years of Michael Myers, 40 years of fear. And like Cameron's like, for 40 years, my dad's had issues because of Michael. And that's why I'm going to go help him kill Michael. And I'm like, Okay, so if you're going to do the band together in a mob to survive, which is fine. That makes sense to go hunt down Michael Myers, right? Like, you have the townspeople. If everybody's in a big group, then you're safer than if you're by yourself. But your groups are, like, three to four people. Yeah, which is not good. Which is not a good group. Not and a good two start. of those people are teenagers that are 100 pounds. And another group is two people that are doctors that have never done this type of thing before and an old lady. So... Why are we surprised that anybody was murdered? Yeah, they did not handle the group thing well um, for wanting to survive and take him down. But, I mean, how did you feel about the scene where the townspeople were beating him up? He got stabbed. He got shot. How did you feel about that? Um, I was fine with that. I did think it was kind of funny that, like, when that happened, um, Karen lures, lures Michael away from his house. Uh, so, for one start of the scene i'm annoyed that it took everybody in the town that long to figure out that michael just wanted to go home For real. when that's literally he all he did does. in the first movie yeah in halloween 1978 all he did was go home he killed people on his way home so somebody should have already deduced that down at some point in the last 40 years that michael was just going home and that should have been the first place they sent cops over to you know, like a whole brigade of cops straight to the Myers house because you know people live in it. R.I.P. Little John and Big John. Uh, <laughs> For real! Uh, Big John! Little John! Little John! Like, <laughs> no! <laughs> I was I mean, like, is that like a thing kind here? Of, they were Big kind John, of assholes. John. But like, I still loved them and I was sad that they they died. Anyway, sad yeah. to see him go. So, uh, so like... So, you, you know people live in that house, so you should have sent people there to begin with. As soon as you realize Michael escaped the fire and that there was more bodies dropping on the playgrounds and on the way through the hospitals or whatever, you know. Uh, should have sent him to the Myers house to begin with, you assholes. But then, like, she lures him... Lul, brings him Lul. over to this... Oh, Lul, 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 Lul. To this crowd of people. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, seven people... <laughs> But you were just at a hospital full of, like, so many people that they were at capacity. So, like, there's at least, like, 800 people here. Uh, why didn't you bring all of them? Where are all of the police that were with you a minute ago? Where's Where's Cowboy Sheriff and his cowboy hat? Like, where's that man at? And why does why is this the group of people? So, I was okay with it in the sense of, like, yes, this is what people would really do. They would try to, like, m citizen arrest somebody you know but this in this case they were like trying to kill him but oh absolutely they were trying to kill him they <laughs> they did not right. bring him in alive right well understandably so because yeah. now at this point he has killed uh 
a lot of people. 28 people, I think, is what the count was. Um, actually, it was 28 people, including multiple members of the Haddonfield Fire Department and the Evil Dies Tonight mob. So that was 11 firefighters. So that is 39 and probably, we'll say, 10 other people. So about 40-something people he killed uh, already at this point. Um, why didn't you bring more people? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I will say that was, that was my biggest end, issue. Or like, why not run him over? Because that run honestly, that almost seemed like it worked in the first one. It was very close. It knocked him down for a little bit. Like, just run him over and park the car on top of him. He did not take getting hit by a car very well. Like, he got hit and he stayed down for a little bit. So. And then Karen stabbing him in the back of like, I guess, uh, the... The trap muscle is where it looked like she stabbed him, which is a good way. That's a gladiator kill. Uh, so he survives it, right? Why, like, I thought it was interesting that the mom, yeah, Karen, like Lori's daughter, Lori's direct daughter. I thought it was interesting that they showed that she like hallucinated, like small Michael, in the window, like, and then she like wanted to go up there and stand in the spot. But also, right? Are you well, I mean, dumb? I guess at this point, she thought that Michael was being taken care of by the townspeople because when she left, he was down on the ground with a knife in his back, uh, gladiator style. But I just, I guess at this point, I would just assume he's never down. I don't know. Like, I would not, I would just consider that a cursed spot. I mean, and I think that's, like, that's where he would, like they said, that's where he would go and stand and watch out the window, and then that's the spot he killed his sister in was that vanity. Um, so, makes, I get it, makes sense, it's got, like, yeah, you know, history to it, so I like, I like that aspect of it. Um, I definitely didn't expect her to die in this film. And then all of a sudden, he was just, like, behind her. He was... And, you know, I felt, like, at the last minute, I felt like something was coming because it was too much of a shot set up to not have him all of a sudden appear behind her. And we knew that the townspeople had failed at killing him. Mm -hmm. And that the whole thing, and they they kind of foreshadowed to it, is, like, when Big John and Little John are, like, in the house and there's a back door. Because everyone is in the front of the house at this point. Like, the cops, the granddaughter, they're all in the front of the house. Her leg is jacked up. And they're all, like, hanging there. So, obviously, Michael's not just going to walk up to the front where, where all the cops are with guns and be like, Hey, guys, just let me walk into my house real quick. He went in through the back door, went up the stairs quietly, and wrecked her day. Right, like, and then he just stood there and watched. I know, like, I. So I liked too about the like the window in that spot in the sisters' room and stuff. That I think it was the cop, the Hawkins, Sheriff Hawkins or Officer Hawkins or whatever. Um, well, he said that he, after all of this time, after forty years, he doesn't think that Michael was standing there, staring out and watching people, uh, through the window. He thinks that Michael was standing there and looking at his own reflection in the window, trying to see what was wrong with him or see just himself as he really is, you know? I liked that um, because then that seemed like that's what the mother was doing too. She went up there and she was staring out the window, not necessarily looking out at the scene around her for a few minutes. And then when she actually focused it on herself, she saw Michael behind her. Um, So I liked the setup of that 
you know, yeah, like visually. Yeah, it was visually. a cool shot. Very cool shot. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. Um, I didn't like the, like, and then Michael gets his second wind uh, during the Evil Dies Tonight mob thing that they were doing. Uh, where he just stands up and he's like, haha, you thought you had me. And then he just kills everybody. That's just such a trope that I don't like in movies. Where, like, the killer is down for the count and then just at the last second he's back up and, and ready to go and he is rejuvenated and he had some green juice while he was down there and I don't know I didn't like that he had some green juice while he was down there <laughs> I didn't like that sequence very much with the way that they killed the mob people because it was like I don't there was something about the way it was filmed it was like a the spin camera thing but it was like from Michael's perspective on most of those kills and I don't think that they do that very often in the Halloween movies not really no um, so that kind of, whenever they do it that way, where it's like from this perspective of the killer, it takes me out of the moment for some reason. Um, and I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, yes, I, I, I didn't think Karen, I didn't think Karen was going to die because she spent the entire movie on Halloween night in a Christmas sweater and it was too pure to exist. It she was- had snowmen on her sweater. <laughs> I, I'm definitely interested, like how they're going to start this first movie. Like, I think the, I, or first movie, wow, this next movie, God, I'm all over the place. <laughs> How they're going to start this next movie. Um, I think it would be cool if someone saw him and then tried to shoot up at him in the window again. And then they try to hit the mirror and hits the mirror instead. And then he's gone. And then that'd be, that'd be sick, dude. That'd be like such a callback to the original. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Shooting I want, up in, because yeah. all the cops are there, and if someone doesn't look up at least once while he's standing there, that's just unrealistic. Someone Okay, so that's up. what that's what frustrated me so much about, like, most of this movie, is that the events of which things happened. Like, everybody just suddenly forgot what, like, how to exist and how to be a person. The cops forgot how to clear a building, because uh, it looked like nobody went into the house to check after they got there. They just had the daughter out front, the granddaughter out front and stuff. And uh, so I'm like, you've got, what, Big John, Little John, you've got Lonnie and Cameron dead inside the house. So there would be pecs in the house. There'd be crime scene people taking pictures, like, roping off, blocking off the back door. There'd be police officers going around the property, checking outside to make sure there's no other bodies and stuff. Like, there'd be, like, an entire, that place would be lit up. There'd be no way Michael could get back inside that house, you know? Without yeah. killing everybody through the bag. Um, so even that would have been like a good. You don't have to see that death on camera moment. Because there was a lot of deaths in this movie. That we didn't see happen. You know like like Lonnie. Cameron's dad. We don't see him get killed. We just hear a gun go off. And then Cameron comes inside and finds his dad. Like half hanging out of the attic. Yeah, That it's, was interesting. That was an interesting kill. Yeah because I thought that, that they would have showed Lonnie getting killed, right? Because it was such a big deal that, like, he'd never actually made it up to the Michael, the Michael Myers house before. He was too scared. And then he went inside, and then he gets killed immediately. And then Michael, what, drags his body up into the attic? And it's one of those attics where, like, you pull it down, and it's, like, stairs that go up into it. So how did Michael even do that? Like, pull it down, drag him up, hang him out delicately, and then shove the stairs back up? Uh, seeing that would have been fun. Him just trying to, like, half-ass stash a body. Scare people. Yeah, I agree. I guess this one, this uh, Halloween Kills was going to end a little differently than what we got to. Was it really? 
Yeah. So there was a version of this uh, for the actual ending where Lori walks out of the hospital with a knife. Um, and they do the freeze frame on it like they did at the end of the first one. God, I would have liked that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it was supposed to be the callback to 2018 and to Halloween and stuff where it freezes on it. Um, and then you get that iconic pumpkin deteriorating scene that for the, the title sequence. But they took it out. They were like, no, we're not going to end it on that way because it makes it appear like Halloween ends, which comes out next Halloween, will pick right up where this movie leaves off and it's not going to. Um, so they have already announced that the next movie will take place in a little bit of a time jump and not single evening again. I think that'll be good because it's a lot for one. That's a lot for one night. And at this point, it's oh. got to be like two or three in the morning. So the night's almost done. Does Michael just like... He's like a vampire. Like he just turns to ash when the sun comes up or something. I think he's just going to hide. I think he's going to do what out. he knows how to do is hide. Didn't and he do that in Halloween. like another Halloween movie though? Where he like hid out for a year and then came out at Halloween night or something? Well, I mean, anytime he's not locked up, that's what he does. He hides until Halloween. He just hides. Like a lot of people say, yeah. oh, you can see his figure when you walk by the house. Like because he was a legend, he wasn't like... In this movie, they make him very real. Like, uh, the townspeople are like, no, he's real. Like, we no longer, he's not just the boogeyman. Like, he is real. Whereas in a lot of other movies, it was like, oh, he's a legend. Yeah. He's not real. Like, that's just a scary story. So, like, no one really, like, goes to look, I guess, in the older movies, if that makes sense. So, it's easier for him to hide in the older movies. But how he's going to hide in this one, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious about how they're going to play this because now Karen is dead at the end of this movie. Uh, Lori is still in the hospital. The daughter is on the steps of the house uh, where her mom is now dead inside of with her boyfriend who is now dead. Uh, and her dad is now dead. So, like, I'm curious to see, like, where that character will be in the next movie. Because, like, I almost you know what get they had the... Been? What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I almost feel like we're going to get, like, uh, you know, the Rob Zombie Halloween 2 um, how the main character in that, the girl, which I think is supposed to be Michael's sister also, because those were a reboot. I don't really remember. Uh, in the second movie, she was all messed up and, like, um, more deranged and stuff. Like, she wasn't as happy-go-lucky as she was in the first movie. I kind of feel like we're going to get that with this character in the next movie, too. Just where she's, like, darker. Yeah. I agree. So. I agree. I think my final thought um, on this is just that I wonder if the only way to get rid of him is going to be to blow him up. That's how they... Okay, here's where I get this from. That's literally how they had to get rid of Jason Voorhees. The army showed up. <laughs> I don't like remember Like the literal that. military <laughs> It was in, uh, I want to say Halloween nine or eight it was in one of the later movies literally the military shows up and blows him up i literally don't remember most like, of so movies. he can't <laughs> so he can't regenerate he can't like he is in literal pieces because well, jason so was part like of me is like maybe that he yeah. literally is supernatural he's like he, supernatural he's evil. Yeah. yeah yeah but so that's what i'm saying like him. but at this point you've made so michael, michael myers that too yeah yeah so is literally the only way to kill him to essentially dismember him. Well, because they did that at is the that end of the Halloween only way to stop 2. him at this point. 
Yeah, when they when Loomis blew up the the hospital room they're in, which then you find out in Halloween four, isn't what actually happened. Um, like it caught on fire, but they didn't blow up or whatever. So that would be interesting. Um, I kind of feel like they should just tear down the Myers house because in all the Halloween movies, they've left the house standing, and in most of them, it's been like an abandoned house, like Halloween H two O, um, which was also a terrible movie. But it was abandoned, and then they filmed like a TV. They filmed like a TV show in it. Um, but Michael would like hide out in the shed or something like that, from what I remember. And then in this movie, they remodeled the house, and then Big John, Little John, <laughs> were living in the house. So why don't they just tear down the Myers house? Because then Michael has nowhere to go home to. I think at this point they do just need to tear down the Myers house and just tear down. It, it yeah. was a cute house. Big John, Little John. Um, yeah, they did a great very job. Very eccentric. Yeah, everything was very like yeah. well done. It. it it does seem like the house that you get murdered in though, because all the walls are like a rich green and velvet everywhere and stuff. So I'm like, this is definitely a place that you get murdered. But who knows? What do I know? I've never lived in a murder house, right? All right. So that was Halloween Kills. Yes, that was Halloween Kills. Uh, I definitely think worth seeing. Worth seeing. Go see it. Worth it's worth a watch, especially when Halloween Ends come out comes out to sit and watch all three films together. Um, I think that'll be a fun experience for sure. Yeah, so you know what's going on, where they left off, like who's left. Yeah, that's important to keep track of for sure. Yeah, and I do think that Michael Myers is always just going to be one of those types of staples for Halloween season. Um, so how would you out of 10 rate this movie uh i'd at least give it like a 6.5 i'll be generous like i i i do feel like that's a little generous but that's okay because i am a horror lover so i love horror movies and slashers specifically are my favorite so they're always going to get a little bit of generosity yeah i think i agree with that 6.5 out of 10 um i wouldn't consider this necessarily like a horror spooky movie i would consider it more of like a slasher action movie uh doesn't have that same yeah intense feel as the first one it was very like on a pace and michael was just kind of creeping and stuff like this one he is swinging at people and and aggressively oh he's going aggressively hard. going at it for people so yeah we agree on the rating yeah. so i think that's final thoughts on halloween kills we agree that we will we were both pumpkins <laughs> at the beginning and we agree on the rating but that's what y'all get so go see it um we're seeing and I believe next week we're talking about Tales from the Crypt. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I believe that'll be our last Halloween episode, too, because that'll be the last episode we released right I know. before Halloween. Uh, I know. Maybe fast. we'll do, like, <laughs> some other, like, a spooky episode to throw in at the beginning of November or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll give you just a little more. Just a little. I forgot how we end this. Bye! <laughs> Bye, Bye y'all. Lock your doors. <laughs> Double check your windows. <laughs> Double check the closet. To, to, like, just don't yeah, have a closet. Yeah, I just don't have closets anymore. <laughs> Those are dangerous. All right. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.
I think deep down, all Michael Myers wanted was to turn a pumpkin into a face, too. 